You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hi, welcome to this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Box, founder and chief vision Sherpa and guide at Sarah Box Coaching and Consulting, where we help people with big dreams and busy schedules focus on the essential eliminate the unnecessary so they can experience success on their terms. Today, I'm really happy to introduce you to our podcast guest, Cassandra Kaz Gaddis. Now, Kaz was raised on the 105th block of Corona, Queens in New York by her grandparents. This is a multicultural community that today has one of the highest foreign-born populations of any district in New York City, and that has an influence in Kaz's story. Kaz knows that she was born a creative, an entrepreneur, an entertainer, and a teacher, And each aspect of that has fueled her drive and desire over the years. She loves connecting with people and hates being limited, even as a child. And as life brought her more obstacles, she was noticing that her internal spark dimmed. But, you know, true of high achievers and perfectionist type A folks, anyone, nobody on the outside world would have noticed because the perfectionism and overarching desire to achieve were her constant companions until as she says one day it didn't work anymore they didn't serve her and she was burnt out so wanting someone anyone to tell her what and where her true purpose lived and how exactly to get there Kaz set out to find out and she did eventually and that's what she gifts the world with today Kaz helps her clients show up to their life with more energy authenticity, and alignment so they can own their awesomeness and not shrink down from um, unlimited living. Think about that, to own your energy, authenticity, and alignment and live in it. Specifically, it's moms that Kaz works with. She helps them rediscover themselves and stand in their personal power so that they can create intentional lives that have impact both at home and as more than a parent. And from that place of being more of and for ourselves, rather than just doing more, getting more done on the checklist, kind of just churning it out. She's a personal power coach, ICF certified professional coach, has a master's in mass communication, specializing in social media marketing, among other accreditations and affiliations. And it's a long list, which I'm not going to read to you all, but it will be in her bio for you. So now let's welcome our podcast guest, Kaz Gaddis. Hi, Kaz. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, depending on when you guys are listening. And I know it's afternoon currently for us. Hi, Sarah, how are you? I'm great. It's been a while. I've, you know, I haven't known you a long time, but it's been a while. We've been planning this. So I'm great to, I'm 
I'm grateful to finally have you on the show. Um, Kaz, there's one thing, though, that I ask all of our guests. Some have answers, some don't, so no pressure. But <laughs> is there something non-negotiable, a ritual or a practice you do consistently that keeps you heading towards your big vision? Yeah, so I love that question. Um, the first answer that came to mind was coffee. <laughs> Just going really real with it. Um, I have two kids under two and a half years old, so coffee is like my go-to. Um, as far as other rituals, I I really love and appreciate being able to see not just what I'm grateful for, but really looking at what wins that I have this week. I don't think that we always take the time to look at like, how did we win? We always look at what wasn't finished or what we didn't excel at that we planned to or whatever else. And so um, I keep a Google doc that has every, for the last two, two and a half years that has all the wins that I've had each week. And that just helps me move forward, especially in moments where I feel stuck. But then you realize, no, wait a minute, right? You get to um, appreciate yourself in a different way. It's, it's that whole Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs thing, right? Hey, yes. don't forget you've been here. You've done this. There's a way back. You've done this achievement and stuff. That's really great. And the Google Docs makes it searchable, which makes it efficient it if you ever need to go, did I ever do this? So. Yeah. That's really great. So I would like, you know, I gave that intro, which although has some information, I don't think it's the richness of your story. So could you share a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Yeah. And also too, I'm just so grateful to be here. And it was so cool to listen to um, what it is that you were able to connect and, and share about um, some of my journey, because at the end of it, um, it's not about me. It's a lot of times, I think, um, as we listen to podcasts such as yours, it's um, where am I in that story? Right. And then what was possible for them? What can be possible for me? And so the reason I even share the part of growing up in New York is, um, so I was raised by my grandparents, as, as, you, as you shared, I was raised by them because my parents both lived um, and still do uh, live in Dominican Republic. And so growing up, being raised by my grandparents was a huge blessing. And it also felt like I was always out of place. It felt like I was adopted. It felt like just something was always off. And I really questioned if I was being lied to and like, you know, who are really my parents and such. So both of my parents had businesses in Dominican Republic still do to this, to this day. And so growing up with my grandparents in, in uh, New York in a mix of Dominican Republic as well, it gave me a really cool platform to experience cultures and people and get to know a little bit more about how people show up or don't show up to their own life right? And in general to others. And so I share that because I'm first generation American. College was not an opportunity that was even spoken about to me. And I decided from a young age to allow the powers of the perfectionism and the, the need to be needed, allowing that to drive me forward so that yes, it did serve me in getting through college and, you know, pursuing even higher education and all these things. But what really helped me in those spaces um, were actually like the dark spots, right? Thank That's about that. Cause I think more, more people um, are helped by that than realize it. Yeah. And so you shared just to say a little bit more about, about that space. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, just the fact that I grew up with my grandparents and I felt like my, my parents chose business over me 
while I was still playing entrepreneur growing up and I would literally sell things from the stoop of my, my home in New York to strangers um, or try to anyway, until my grandmother started yelling in Spanish. Um, <laughs> so those moments of feeling like you didn't belong or realizing how much it really did show up for you later in life um, in, you know, not saying no to certain things or in sacrificing your own happiness so that others, you know, could either laugh at you right? Instead of with you. And so just seeing how that progressed in life, um, relationships that weren't necessarily serving me that I went into and, and that kind of thing to a point that I had no relationship with myself. And so sharing those pieces, because, you know, we can give labels to who it is that we're being in the moment. And there's actually, I believe there's a, there's, there's a phrase that says, when you name something, when you label something, you now limit it right? Because now it can no longer be any other label because you've given it, you've given it its, its box. Yep. You've constricted it. Yeah. And how many ways and in, in different, yeah, just how many ways have we done that to ourselves, right? Even when you're conscious about that, it, it can happen. And that's, it's not that it happens. That's the challenge. The, the challenge is really, okay, now that you have the awareness that you're, you know, you've put yourself in a box or you've allowed yourself to be put in a box, how can you unbox yourself? Right. And, and what's possible then. And so for me growing up with the um, having my parents choose business over me, I saw that impacting me in my early career where I wasn't wanting kids at all. I did not want kids. And um, I wasn't also raising my hand for opportunities because I was afraid of getting too successful. Because then what if I did end up having them? And so that duality, I think we all have that in our own way, regardless if it's a kid situation or something else. And so, yeah, so I-, I the Tension, you mean the duality of the tension, like you want yeah. it, but what if that happens and, or you don't, right. it's, or you don't, you actually don't want something. And what if you go after something and you end up getting something different because of what you didn't want or thought you didn't want? Right. How, and then what does that mean about you? Yeah. If anything. So I love it. I, I really like that you connect the limits and boxes because it's true. And, you know, we can flip it and actually we can use a label that is more powerful than we feel in the moment, but still it ha comes with parameters and boxes around it. So that whole awareness you talked about is really powerful. Yeah. And again, the labels do help us navigate. I think it depends on what is the label yep. and then how are we choosing it to help guide us or are we having it drive? Yep. And who placed it? Mm -hmm. Right. So you talk about you um, received your sazon because you grew up there. So that was an intentional choice of words on your mm -hmm. part. Why did you choose that? What does that mean to you? Yeah. So um, that's a good question as well. For me, sazon, right? Like the spice of life, the spice of individuality, but also like you're part of something greater. And so for me, the Sasson was um, not just knowing interculturally what was I comprised of, but then the bigger question is what do I identify as, right? Within, within that or outside of that. And so those lessons, not just the cultural ones, but also I was in a very, I was raised in a very, very tough area of Queens where I saw things that probably most kids should not see or experience. And so that all added because I chose for it to add to me, right? That all added not just to my experience, but to what I was able to then navigate life with and be able to not just make things better for me, but for those that I encountered in life. And so that sazon, that zest is still with me today. 
That's evident. I mean, for me, it is evident in just how you you connect with people and your heart. It's funny that you said you never wanted to be a parent. So why the heck did you start more than a parent? What what happened? You know, how did you get from there to like now being an entrepreneur, having this business and other businesses and a parent? Yeah. It's like somehow I took the wrong train somewhere. And <laughs> no, it's it's beautiful how life evolves as we are also always ever changing, right? And so um when I moved, so I lived in Dominican Republic 10 years ago and I moved to Texas. I live in Dallas. I came here for my original master's, which was in higher education administration. I wanted to make a difference with kids, with college students, and um, be able to be the president one day of an institution and and be there. And while I started on that journey and it was beautiful, I noticed the red tape and I noticed that I wanted to do something a little bit different than in the parameters that were available to me through that. And so met my husband my first couple of weeks here and he's a, he's a filmmaker very masterful and so i started realizing that you know things what i thought was possible for me what we think sometimes is possible for us and what really can be when we open up to it can be completely different than what we thought and much more rewarding than we thought so we got together you know he asked about kids and i was like look if we're getting married one day like that's just like i don't really know where i stand but i'm pretty sure i'm on the no side we can revisit it we'll see And so on my 30th birthday of all times, this dude, (laughs) I have to say it like that because I'm like, this guy um, asked me, so kids, you know, we should, you know, we should start looking at that. And I'm like, like, you realize today is like my birthday, like it's my day. So I already felt like I'm joking, but not joking. I already felt like the um, selflessness, right, was starting to creep in. And I'm like, today's about me, sir. (laughs) And so... (laughs) What was interesting about that was that um, I told him, I'm like, look, we talked about, you know, maybe exploring that three to five years. And he's like, it's been five years since you said that. And so that was a very big um, wake up call for me. At that time, I wanted my business to look a certain way before having kids, if, if even. And it's so funny because, you know, we try sometimes in life, again, regardless if it's about kids or your business, whatever it is. We want things to be a certain way first, right? And to be the right time. And it's just like, it's never quote unquote, the right time. You make it the right time, right? The right time for you or just the time because it still may not be right. So um, yeah, so we tried to have kids and a month later, surprise, I could. Um, I was told that I maybe couldn't. So that was in itself interesting. And so that um, transition into becoming a mother Uh, made me realize that while I was still working with college students and um, I had um, a consultancy for marketing at the time as well with entrepreneurs and authors, no one talks about the the reality of what it it is to become a mom. And um, I never found that glow. So I was just like, people, where is this glow? Two, (laughs) Two, right? Two pregnancies in and I still have not found that glow. And so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And that brings up stuff within yourself too, right? Sure. Where it's just, um, you're like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> and it has nothing to do with that. It's just, it's, it's your journey is your journey. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so that all happened. And so, um, realizing that I wasn't likely alone in that. And I started talking to other people and they're like, yeah, it was horrible. I'm like, why did you, <sighs> say you tell me? Him? Right. I'm like, <laughs> why did you tell me to join the club? <laughs> it's like, but all jokes aside, it's been one of the most 
interesting journeys and one of the best journeys ever for sure. It's like you hired these coaches. Well, you never, it's the best personal coach that you never hired. <laughs> they Your just children. Right. Your children. Yeah. And they hold up this mirror to you. And it's, it's so interesting, the dynamic there. Um, but yeah, so that all started because um, there was that piece of it. And then as soon as you start, you know, being pregnant or starting to look at growing a family, people start saying, enjoy your life now because it's over once they're here. <laughs> and you're just like, and how many, like, did you get anything uh, really? Oh, I mean, that's, that's constant, right? Or, and it's all gloom and doom. It's like, oh yeah, you're never going to be able to do that. And, but, but here's the thing that I identified with in what you talked about as a kid, you hated having someone tell you something couldn't happen. So that's almost like a throwdown challenge. Like, really? I'm pretty sure I can have a life. You know, I don't know that I have to, just because that was true for you, you know, and maybe others. <laughs> Why does that have to be true? Yeah. So I think it's, and I think it's not true, but I do think that you can have a life. You can't be everything to everybody all the time without sacrificing right. something in yourself. And I don't mean just like self time, but a core element of yourself. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I think that there's this beautiful dynamic, you know, right before we jumped on, we talked, um, a little bit. And, um, I was thinking in my head from a client that I had earlier today, um, about the word trust, trust and surrender are some of the heaviest words. And they could also be the most uplifting, like carefree, just kind of floating words, depending on your relationship to each of them in joining into the journey of becoming a mom. Both of those are very, very big. And because of them, I was able to realize, you know, it's natural to shed pieces of you right? Of pieces of what was you before having kids. I call that the unbecoming. And then you get to also become a parent. And then you get to also like rediscover, like, who are you now? Because we're always ever changing as humans anyway. And so it's like, you get to then choose something else that I wanted to share that um, you mentioned um, at the beginning when we were talking um, about like my upbringing in, in that space too. Have you found it interesting? I don't know if this has happened within your um, your own connecting to people. When we were little, we were told, hey, wh what do you want to be when you grow up? Right? Like, who do you want to be when you grow up? And there's so much, so much beautiful space, this vast space of possibilities. And you get to share, right, that piece. And then as you um, get older and you get into your career, people are like, so what do you do? That's so and funny you said that because I just was um, journaling on that as a kid, you know, what do you do? Well, I do this. I played makeup today. I, you know, I did this or those are the big things. I'm going to be whatever, right? You're it's yeah. expansive for you, but then it's all about the doing. And so when the doing can't happen, you know, and I just think about the folks that I work with and talk to who feel, some feel really sad. Some are frustrated. Some are downright depressed because they can't do what they have been doing to feel valued, which mm -hmm. I think is, you know, not uncommon, but it's also a heavy self-identification, like I am what I do, but I think we are much more than that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's where the more than a parent really kind of stemmed in from was that not just what are you wanting to do now with kids or, you know, whatever your situation is, but really it's like, who do you want to be? How do you now, with having this unbecoming and this becoming space that you've, you've processed through, like what's possible now? So you is know, that your vision that you can actually help um, parents say, 
I get it. You know, I don't have to be that person. I can be this new person and become that is doing that with uh, in a safe space and with support. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially in every moment we have the opportunity to change and choose who we want to be showing up as right? Like in this last moment, you could have been in this career or maybe physically in this last moment, you just yelled at, you know, your spouse, a loved one or whatever. You can choose in this next moment, how do you really want to show up, right? What is possible next? And so, yeah. And so that's the way that I specifically help moms. And then I also still serve entrepreneurs with their brand essence, right? Like looking again at, instead of like, this is your business and this is what you do, like, like what else is there? You know, asking their inner child, like, you know, who do you want your business to be when it grows up? How do you? And so, yeah, at the end of the day, it's um, helping people feel unlimited because they are, you're only limited by the, um, the inner voice, the inner critic, right? Between your two ears. And granted, there are some very real life situations and such, but there's always more possibility than what we see available to us in the moment feeling stuck and ending with the same result? Want to know how Sarah can help you with one-on-one or organizational coaching? Then book your free discovery call at sarahbox.com forward slash contact. Now back to the show. Agreed. Agreed. So, you know, when folks reach out to you, Kaz, you know, what, what do moms come, what do they present as their initial challenge or reason? And then like after some conversations, what do you see are the common threads of the folks who are saying, hey, I need to be more than a parent? Yeah. So it's been really interesting, especially the last few months. Um, So I've spoken to or coached um, over 100, 150 women um, that I've either interviewed heavily for like the members club that I have um, or those that I've coached in in different facilities, different ways. Um, What normally shows up first and the reason that we're connecting is because they're tired, they're exhausted, they don't have time for themselves. And so there's a space of either, you know, you have your own business or you work for someone, or maybe you're a stay at home parent, but you're still just like, you're not fulfilling yourself. You're not filling your own cup. You're not even on the stovetop to be on the back burner. You're just like on a different counter. (laughs) And so the recycle, right? Yeah. You're in the recycle. So just having that awareness of like something needs to change, something needs to give. Um, And then we explore energy leadership and like what is possible for them. Um, I am a core energy coach. And so looking, um, and I call that, that I I reference myself as a personal power coach because it's easier and makes sense because we work on their personal power. Uh, But behind that is the core energy component. And so, yeah, so helping them figure out like, okay, cool. Like, what do you want? And then as we progress, what really ends up being what we work on is what energy levels are they at? And then what's possible as they get more, more consciousness. And then that's when they get to have more of that power of choice. So like, well, what do I actually choose? I'm sorry. Yeah. You're talking energy. So you, I'm, I want to test, you're not just talking physical energy, but you're talking like psychic and emotional energy, kind of the vibrational energy also. It's more on like the emotional energy. The vibrational part maybe will come into play, but um, it's all more based on brain science and emotional intelligence and like the mix of those. Um, And some of the other more woo things may come up, but it's all based on, yeah, on all these different uh, scientific explorations, right? Of um, just who we are as 
as people, as humans in that development. Great. Yeah. I wanted to distinguish between just physical energy, right? So yes. it's just like you're getting more rest or whatever. It may be a mix of those things, but the emotional the, and the resilience pieces. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you think of Wizard of Oz, it's, it's what's behind the curtain versus, yeah. <laughs> those are like my best references. I love it. It's like, uh-huh. And who really is behind the curtain? Right. What can you share with us? Because I love stories. Can you share with us um, without divulging too much personal information? One of the best or most inspirational transformations you've um, noticed from one of the folks you've worked with in the last few months? Yeah. So there's um, one story that I can share that actually I had two clients exploring it at the same time, which I was like, this is very cool to see how that showed up for them. Obviously it may not feel cool in the moment, <laughs> but then what was possible because of that. So um, two of the moms that I've been coaching, they have been having a lot of challenges with their business. And um, it's like this in this space where they're working really hard, but then there's also outside influences doubting what it is that they were creating, or it just felt like they were working against the grain. And really at the end of it and through our time coaching together, what was really happening is they were working against themselves. They were that grain. Um, they were in a space where because of the different outside influences, family members and such, telling them that they wouldn't be a good mom, right? They, like, what would that mean if they had success in their business you know, then that means that they're not showing up fully as a mom, right? And um, and on the other side, if they failed, then, um, you know, their significant other may be right in that they shouldn't have been even, you know, they shouldn't have invested into their own business anyway. So then they're in this dynamic of, I want to serve, I want to have purpose and have impact. I am more than just this. I am more than just a parent. Being a mom is awesome, right? But there's a zest inside of me for more um, to not be limited in everything. And then at the same time, you're afraid to fail and you're afraid to, to succeed. So you're just kind of there. It's not even analysis by paralysis. You're, you're just there like frozen, right? And so that's essentially what was happening with their business. And it all had to do, it had nothing to do with the business and what they were or were not doing. It all started with, like the thoughts, the emotions, the things behind all of that, the words and phrases from other people that they um, really took to heart and understandably so, but they didn't realize that they literally were stuck between this duality of two different things that neither was serving them, but it was keeping them safe. Right. It had its purpose, mm -hmm. but the purpose wasn't serving where they wanted to go and what they wanted to be or evolve into. Right. So then what happened? What are they doing now? What, like what changed for them? Yeah. So it was really cool because they, sometimes the, the coolest thing that comes out of coaching, whether um, I've been the coach in the space or I've been the person being coached, sometimes it's just the power of saying things out loud, you know, and um, just <laughs> One of them specifically uh, was in a career where she went through a lot of education. She invested a lot of money before um, having the kiddos. And then she had the kiddos. And now she's like, I have to go back in. Do you really? And like, you know, just coming to the, to the understanding and saying it out loud, you could just see the weight release from her, from, from the pressure of it, where she's like, you know what? I don't want to do that. But I felt like I had to because that's what I had invested in. Right? right. That was me so pre-kids. So much and cost, time, yeah. finances, all of that, right? 
Right. So now it's really cool because for over a year, um, one of the two that I was mentioning, um, she hadn't taken any forward movement in her business and she had people that wanted her, her business. And now she's actually making more, more leeway, I guess, more forward movement in her business and, and really setting up all the things that she's been just letting not be set up in the last, I would say three weeks than she has in a year. And so really setting herself up to actually, okay, this is not going to be like a a full business. And for my other client, um, she was able to relaunch things in a way that she wasn't showing up as before because of that back and forth. Right. And so it's been really cool just to see the energy shift and what's possible and that movement forward. Right. has been really, yeah, really cool. Wow. How has that work affected you? One, and it's like, it's so funny. So for me, the selfish part of me is like, I am not alone. <laughs> like, it's so, um, this is a, um, the members club, the, the women in here, this is what I wish I had when I was pregnant. And um, even in the earlier years, right, when I, when I first had the kids. So for me, I'm just like, my people. <laughs> but on the other side, it's really cool to be able to kind of like, I'm a few steps ahead, right? In our businesses, usually we're a few steps ahead. I mean, you could just be super successful um, and then, you know, help people get to where you are. But regardless of how many steps ahead you are, the fact that you're just like getting over the wall and you're like, here, grab my hand, Yep. you know, and then they're having someone else grab their hand. It's this ripple effect of impact that um, you'll never know you'll never fully know the impact, not only that you have on others, but the impact that those you help have on others. And it's just this beautiful, I I don't even have words for it because I kind of got stuck in the feeling just now, Um, beautiful feeling to get stuck in, but um, it's just, it's, there's no words to express that, that feeling of that um, ever essence. Is that even a word? It is now. It is now. I like it. (laughs) Ever essence. Ever essence of that impact that you have just in simply who you're being. I'm not even talking about what you may quote unquote do, right? You can say something to someone who's having a bad day and they may not remember what it was that was said, but that feeling that they had changed not only how they were operating, but maybe they also then said something nice to someone else. And again, it's that space there. And then specifically with where I am in my, my business right now, having this impact and this environment that we're creating creates this other um, level of this everessence where now everyone's choosing to be in the space to, to work and hold space for themselves. But in doing so, they're also holding the space for the others in that same space. That's, that's interesting because it is what, when we know we hold space for ourselves and others, there's a relaxing that happens mm-hmm. and people can just go, okay, I'm just going to show up as, I don't have to pretend I'm someone else. You know, it's like, I'm not getting ready for a business meeting or whatever. I'm just going to show up because like you said, I found my people. Yeah. Right. And they can still be very, very different than you, but in the heart, what they're experiencing, we have so much more in common mm-hmm. um, in our shared experiences than differences. And it's just nice to go put your, put your bags down, relax and go, Right. We are your people. We're here together for because we're moms, right? Yeah. We're trying to support one another. We're moms with businesses or not. And when you mm-hmm. talked about you might be a stay-at-home mom, I'm thinking talk about having tough bosses. <laughs> Those are tough Ser- bosses. Seriously, you can never <laughs> take a day off. They won't approve it. No, no. 
Someone asked me, I was at the doctor's this week and she goes, are you going back to work? Cause I was dressed for work. And I said, yeah. And she goes, is, you know, it was later in the afternoon. I said, I have a great boss. And she goes, well, what do you do? I said, I work for myself, but I'm going back to work <laughs> because I do, you know, it's like, okay, I needed to go and see a doctor, you know, your wellness visit. And, yeah. um, but I thought, no, I love my work. And I'm the only one who's bossing me around right now. It's a different time. You know, I've had mm. many other evolutions of that, but the kids, when you have kids, they are your boss. It's a, it's not, um, you don't get to have a day off. You're right. Yeah. There is a beautiful um, thing I wanted to share with you that I learned. So how you mentioned that you're like a great boss for yourself. There was a time, especially before kids, I was the world's most horrible boss for myself. I was so mean that I remember being on a call with a friend of mine who wanted to see me. And it was my first year in entrepreneurship. And I literally was on the phone with her. She was very um, upset because she wanted to hang out and I had not made myself available. And I told her, I was like, look, you know, we'll get together when I earn that. Like until I'm successful, I don't deserve to have to, to have fun. <laughs> and I literally looked at my phone and of course the road because I was driving, but I'm like, who just said that? <laughs> Like that was just so crazy. And it, and it was a very, um, very dark time. But for me to even have that come up the way that it did. And I share that because, um, again, we always have that, that opportunity to pivot. Yep. What I notice now with the kids, yes, they make things way more interesting. And sometimes what I think may take 20 minutes for me to accomplish might take, you know, a day and a half. Um, but what I love and appreciate most about my kids is that they remind me to play and to not take myself so seriously. And, and that is, again, depending on <laughs> how you choose. But for me, it's been so fueling to yeah. remember to have that space. And I personally love their toys. So we, we play a lot. So. Well, what's interesting when you talked about like having that moment when you're talking to your friend. So I would let myself be with my friends, but I wouldn't let myself take time for myself. So that was mm -hmm. my, when I thought, okay, I've, allowed time to talk to so-and-so who needs me and so-and-so here's all my business stuff. And then I have a coach and she said, so where's your time for you? I says, well, I, so like when you earn it, it's like, well, I don't, she goes, well, I want to see that done. Right. I says, well, I'll mm. plan it. She goes, no, no. When we talk next, tell me how you did it. And I, but it was like that. Oh, I'm going, are you kidding me, Sarah? You give time to everybody else, but you won't take. And now I'm religious about it. It's like, well, let's see where I can fit you in. Because unless I've taken care of myself and my, you know, like my own needs in the morning mm -hmm. or whatever, I don't show up very well for you, even if I do show up. So, um, but boy, that was my aha moment. But that's when I can say I like mm -hmm. my boss because she gets me now. <laughs> but it's it's a process and you have to have some humor about it. And I do realize like when you're talking about the kids and you like what they teach you and bring out in you, the play and the fun. I used to really get mad that people in my family, like they could just chill. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with you? And I'm thinking, Sarah, you need those kind of people in your life because that is not you. You're like thinking, what's next? Let's get it going. Yes. <laughs> so, I want to ask you, um, I know that you just recently closed your your door to your membership more than you membership club and it's going to open later but you do have some other things going on that folks who have kids could benefit from before that opportunity and I know there are people who listen to the podcast who can resonate with who you serve how you serve would you talk more about that Kaz please sure 
Yeah, for sure. And I do also have a free, um, like a Facebook community as well, that if anyone listens in and wants to um, join, it's um, facebook.com forward slash um, or groups forward slash more than a parent. Um, and so it's a cool space that we actually do quite a bit in there as well in case they they resonate with that. Um, it's connecting to what you need next sometimes and until you know of it, it can be a challenge. So you're welcome um, for sure. Um, so with the members club, um, we did just close our, our doors for our founding members and that was really exciting. And what's come up on um, both of you and I are in, in tribe, which is, has been a really cool experience to be in the last year and a half. And for those of you listening, um, it's a, it's um, a course and it's a whole experience really on how to build a successful membership, a member, members club where you're really making an impact and it not only honors who you're being, but it honors who's joining and where they are, where they're being. And so I'm super grateful for having that connection with you. And so, yeah, so we just had a virtual summit that we were a part of. And in doing so, I was able to connect to over 115, 120 different moms or women who serve moms. And as I put together um, this collaboration circle, I was like, wait a minute. It's funny, if you're listening to this in 2020, so much has happened this year. And sometimes we stop ourselves when we really should be saying, no, this is like the perfect time. And I literally had thoughts about like, stopping, pausing my launch or my business this year because of everything. And it's like now more than ever, right? Community is so important. And so um, I decided like, let's put together a virtual summit. And so it's called Raising Kids and a Biz. Because just like you were just sharing, Sarah, when you are an entrepreneur, you have, you know, your kids, you have your business, but you don't always take the time for yourself. And so this this summit is based on a very holistic way of serving you first as a person. And then we go into, okay, cool. Like you have your business and your kids are both kids. Your business and your kids are literally both your kids. And I think remembering, and maybe for some people hearing that for the first time, they're going to be like, no wonder I feel mom guilt. No wonder I feel entrepreneur guilt when I'm not, right? Sometimes it's hard to transition between the two. There's some very real, especially Sarah, I am right with you. I love what I do. I love who I am when I'm coaching and in that space. And so sometimes it's hard to then transition and be with the kids. And then when you're with the kids, then the transition, right? And so it's how do you honor- Yes, it totally is a pull. And then there's you who doesn't normally pull for yourself, right? There there could be a season where you're not pulling for yourself. And like you learn to then know, like I am, right? I am holding the business and and the family. I will definitely strengthen my my center, right? And so the summit will do a little bit of all of that. And so that's going to be the first week of November. And so I'm I'm most excited about that. Um, I feel like I've been birthing that idea for about, probably two years. And, and so finally birthing it out and um, collaborating with some amazing people for it. So here's what I love about when you're launching it. This is selfish. So I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yeah. November is my birth month. So you are birthing this in the month of a Scorpio. So there, you're going to get people there who need to be there. It's a great time to birth something. And um, mm. I'm excited for you. But I also know that you offered a free ticket to that summit for people um, listening to this podcast. So 
how the heck do they get one of those? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, and yeah, and here's the thing, if you're not in business right now, but you resonate with anything that I've shared, this is really truly focused on you as a person and that holistic side to you. Um, if there was times before even having the kids where, um, I was a stay at home, person. (laughs) I wasn't a stay at home mom. And I was really looking at what's next for me and trying different things out. So if this even piques your interest, it's for a reason. So just, you know, try it out and see, um, but they can get the free, um, ticket, um, at bit.ly. So B I T dot L Y forward slash raising kids in a biz. And I'm sure we'll add that in to the show notes for them as well. But yeah, so easy to get to, or find me on social and we can connect that way as well. Wow, Kaz, I'm ex- that's very generous. Number one, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all of us who get to learn from the summit. Um, I'm a big fan of summits because you get you do get to learn so much. So, yeah. I would like if you would be so kind to share as we wrap this up something you wished um, your mom or dad, as they were doing their business from the Dominica, told you about their choice that would have lifted a little bit of question for you? Mm. That's an interesting question. So what comes up for me is the now knowing that I know and realizing their own dynamics and all that. But for my inner child, what I would have loved to have heard is that you're enough and it has nothing to do with you. That's so perfectly aligned with what you said about holding, considering your business and your children as all your children, Mm -hmm. which when you said that and you were actually, folks can't see you necessarily, but you were holding your business in one arm and your kids in another as if you were holding twins, right? Mm -hmm. And it just, all of a sudden your parents' picture came into mind for me. It's like, what a tough choice, right? We got the biz, we've got Kaz. They're both really important, so... Mm -hmm. No wonder you're doing such great things in the world. Well, it's because if we don't do one or the other, we're holding ourselves back. And more than that, we're adding to the grave that holds so many gifts that people did not share because they were afraid of themselves or what it would mean or whatever else, right? How many people like die or die full? And I obviously, my biggest challenge growing up was that, that distinction of I wasn't enough for them. And so they did their business and, you know, here I am over here and yet here I am now in business, but I'm, the kids are mixed into it. And so again, it's all choice. And so, yeah, I love that. Thank you for that question. Well, that'll be my next conversation with you is avoid the grave with your gifts. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Kaz, I want to thank you so much. It's just been such a pleasure to have you as a guest on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity and connecting and getting to learn from what you shared as well. I appreciate you. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.